Greetings, Meatbag. This is the Morning Donut Podcast. Thank you for tuning in. Hey, welcome back to another episode of the Morning Donut Podcast, where we talk all things tech and nerd pop culture. My name is Carlos. With me, as always, my co-host, Danny and Juan. What's up, guys? Hey, What's hey, up? How's it going? Doing pretty good. So what do you guys think of our new intro? We didn't... Uh, <laughs> I didn't mention it last week, but this is, <laughs> I don't know if anyone noticed, but we have a different intro, <laughs> slightly. Yeah. What is it, Siri calling people meatbags? Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. good. Yeah. Yeah. We're all meatbags, cool. right? Yeah, I mean, you know, Siri has a mind of her own, so I mean, she does. it makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> Let us know what you think of our new intro and outro, <laughs> if you actually listen all the way to the end, there's a new one there, too. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. We're, we're, we'll change it up, too, here and there. Yeah, but. only slightly insulting, but in, in good fun. <laughs> <laughs> how you guys doing otherwise pretty good good good, good. How, how, about you? how about yourself yeah doing all right doing okay all right um so on this week's episode we got uh, some pretty cool topics so we got some movie news around uh, amc letting people rent out entire auditoriums for private movie screening get into that's kind of cool uh, apparently microsoft is trying to like revitalize gamestop by giving them a cut of digital game sales which is really interesting yeah um and of course we got the apple event from earlier this week that we'll get into so some Pretty cool stuff that came out from there. Yeah. Uh, and as always, there are timestamps in the show notes, so always feel free to jump around. Jump around. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but first, Juan's got some exciting movie filming news. What you got? Well, it's, yeah, it's filming news. And, uh, you know, somebody always comments, gives us a comment that we they want more Batman. So uh-huh. here's a little Batman tidbit for them. You know, I was planning on, you know, planning a little night out last night in Chicago. Not really, but um, so there's a lot of there was a lot of traffic closures in downtown Chicago last night. Well, Friday night, Saturday night, and uh-huh. I guess today, Sunday, when we're filming, and it appears that they're filming scenes for the new Batman in Chicago again. Right, right. I saw the squad cars that said Gotham Police or whatever on them. Yeah, mm-hmm. so I guess Chicago Chicago's gonna play Gotham City again, again, just like they did in the Nolan verse. Yes. Um, and from a lot of the leaks that are coming out. Uh, it appears that the Tribune building may play Wayne Tower. The Tribune, but which one? Oh, that's the, the one on the, Michigan yeah, Avenue. Yeah, yeah. Oh, cool. Okay, yeah, which so is it's interesting. It's gothic. Yeah, because it's an old gothic. building, but it's also small. What is that? That's it can't be more than like twenty stories, right? Maybe even less. I think it's maybe about thirty. Is it? Yeah, it's about th- at least thirty stories. Okay. Yeah, that's cool though, because you would assume you know goth, you know, it's like it's a skyscraper, right? Like they yeah. would use you know like like the Sears Tower. They would use like the Hancock Building or something like that, but. Yeah. Okay, I, I get it though. It's it looks very gothic because of yeah. the, the the architecture of it. it's very old. So I guess a lot of the leaks too are pointing to that maybe this will be a year one Batman. I thought it was supposed to be like a year two ish yeah, kind of that, thing. That's right? what I yeah, thought yeah, too. Yeah, yeah, he's like a younger right, yeah, like but not I guess brand of, brand new, but yeah, newish still. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of the leaks though on, uh, that are being posted on Twitter from the filming and a lot of the set props and stuff like that are pointing to a year one so it'll be interesting to see how that all plays out when the movie comes out yeah and there's also an interesting um prop set that they had because they've been posting a lot of like these posters and stuff throughout the throughout the city and one of them kind of has the flash logo embedded in like one of the props so it's kind of oh really yeah what 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 what, what prop was it it's 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 a prop that looks like a like propaganda but it's like slashed up but like okay the a is pretty much ah. the way it's I'll, I'll send it to you so you can post a link to it okay awesome but yep so batman's back in chicago the original gotham but, city yeah it's it's the, it's the gotham city yeah. it's not new york it's chicago <laughs> or philadelphia right yeah well, was... well philadelphia maybe it's a little grungy there but, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah 
it's uh it's cool i, I like i like um you know when they did the the dark knight series it was cool to see the mm-hmm. city and so especially like especially in dark knight where yeah you know they were on lower whacker and they're like flipping trucks downtown and stuff like that it was yeah. really cool yeah it was, it, was, so. it was i think a lot of people had fun watching the filming and stuff and it doesn't appear that robert pattinson or selena kyle or um Zoe, what's her name zoe kravitz zoe kravitz yeah I don't think they're in the city because it looks like a lot of those scenes that they filmed over the weekend are uh-huh. chase scenes. Okay, so they're probably not. It's just probably yeah. just all action no, stuff yeah. that they're... Yeah, it's all stunt doubles and cool. just okay. exterior shots probably. Yeah. I could be a stunt double. They should put me in there. There you go. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> For like the penguin or something. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so it'll be interesting. We'll see maybe if they come back and do some more filming. Yeah, I guarantee actually. they probably will. Remember how you used to never see any filmings in Chicago because our old mayor was very anti, like, yeah. you know, having the city portrayed in any kind of film. And now after that, it was like, boom, wide open. Like everything's filmed here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep. That's true. Yeah. Which to me makes sense. Like, why wouldn't you want to showcase like, city? yeah, like it's kind of just like free, it's like free advertising for your city. Exactly. It's like, oh, I want to go see Chicago. I want to go, see, you know, stuff that I saw in a movie. That's why probably one of the reasons why so many people like to go visit New York. I'm like, oh, I saw that in a movie. Yeah. Right. You know, it, I don't know. I never understood that. I'm like, why don't you like letting people film here? <laughs> but now it's like the second Hollywood over here. Yeah, nice. yeah. There's a lot of production going on right now too in the city, yeah. all over pretty much. Yeah, which is which is cool. I like I like to see that. I remember when I was living downtown, they they filmed the, in my building so many times for like Chicago PD and oh, yeah, Chicago yeah. Fire and all that. They were always running around the building. I'm like, this is nuts. <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy. It's like, is it real or is it? Yeah, like what's going on here? I mean, it's they, they tell you they they posted like in the elevator, like oh, there's filming on this day and this day, and then mm-hmm. you're not allowed on these floors on this day and this day, and because they were using the building. I mean, that's pretty cool. So yeah, cool. Uh, but speaking of movie news, we have uh, reports here that well, it's not really a report; it's it's happening. So now AMC is allowing people to rent out entire auditoriums uh, for private movie screenings. What do you guys think? It's a good idea. Well, I mean, yeah. <laughs> I mean, because right now, if you if you have a whole entire group of people, I mean, it's you're guaranteed the full yeah and the safety right? right it's probably worth the peace of mind and if you can get enough people because it's it's they're advertising it it starts at 99 dollars, but that's for like not movies that are current that's if you want to go watch them all like hocus pocus for example yeah. right stuff like that <clears throat> but i mean if you can gather a, a group of five to ten friends and family and they all want to see tenant and like what did, did we see a price for what tenant actually costs i think for Older movies, it starts at ninety nine. Right, right. For newer runs, it starts at one forty nine. Yeah, because it it says the range is from ninety nine to three forty nine. That's the key. It depends per person, right? It's per person. Yeah. So it's. I don't know if. Well, no, no, it's for the whole auditorium. Oh, so you can invite as many people as max twenty people is what I saw. Okay. So yeah. So the way it works is that you go online, you fill out like kind of a survey or something. Yeah, we just tried it right now to see what the experience was like. You just put the movie you want to see, the date and the theater, and then you have to put in contact information. They tell you, they'll get back to you, I guess. I'm assuming to tell you the price and the procedure and all that, but. Well, let's go to rent one, the three of us and just watch. Right. I mean, screening. I mean, you probably would need to add more people to make it worth it. Because say like, for example, we wanted to watch Tenet, right? And I'm assuming that would be on the higher end, like the 350 part, Mm -hmm. like the 350 range. For, yeah. a, for a movie like that, which by the way doesn't include anything, it's just the theater and you right. yeah. and the movie itself. And they're probably gonna charge like ten dollars for some milk duds, mm-hmm. right? Right, bring which, we, which we still sneak in. Yeah. Juan, I'll bring them in first. Yeah, yeah, I'll come in with a whole cooler. Like, listen, man, this is <laughs> bring your own drink. This is my theater. I got enough, you know, but <laughs> BYOB for the next two and a half hours. This theater's mine. <laughs> so, I mean, it, it makes sense because from what I read, was that 
attendance at AMC theaters is down 85% from the last time. Oh, yeah. Same time last year. So it's, and they're struggling. I their revenue is way down. Yeah. And they came out with a story that they might run out of money by the end of the year. So this is their, exactly. Yeah. Like their last ditch effort, I think, to try to get some type of revenue going for them. And yeah bring people back into the movies. Yeah, and I honestly I think it's a good idea. By the way, this is not anything new. AMC does this for they've always done this for like businesses, corporate functions, yeah. Yeah, you can get you can rent an auditorium, but it's it's typically very expensive for only a business would would do it because for it's a write-off for them, so it doesn't matter. But uh yeah, I mean I know like me personally at work, that's the way I got to see The Force Awakens back in the day. We had an mm-hmm. entire auditorium for my my team of people that I worked with, and that was awesome. Yeah. That we were able to have that. We got to see the movie early. We had a whole auditorium to ourselves. But again, business expense, not something Joe Schmo can just go and do. Yeah. Did that include concessions or did you have to buy? Well, technically, yes, because we did it at an AMC where it was a dine-in where you you had food and we were allowed to have order a meal and, you know, have a drink and things like that. So, yeah, that was Mm -hmm. all paid for. Yeah. But it was part of the cost. Yeah. Of course. And it wasn't $99. (laughs) (laughs) Guaranteed. Because I want to say we had a good... I want to say we had a good like 40. We did like multiple, multiple uh, viewings because my team was really big back then. And I think we had like 40 people in each one, maybe 30. That's a lot of people. Number one. It's probably like $99 a person. <laughs> maybe, right? Like how much they charged. And whatever, because again, if it's a business. It's a corporate rate. Yeah. yeah you get the, you get the, you get the corporate rate. If you're a big business, like, oh, you're, you're who? Boom. <laughs> Max price. <laughs> you can afford it. We've seen your books. Yeah. <laughs> So yeah, so nothing new for them, but it's cool that they're doing this for normal. Anybody that wants to do this can do this, which is pretty cool. So it doesn't say anything about food. And and the article I was reading says you could bring your own food for a catering fee of $250. Yeah, which is insane because if I'm bringing my own food, why am I paying you? What are you doing? (laughs) Besides potentially contaminating my food with COVID, like (laughs) why am I paying you? It's because they're not... They're banking that you're going to buy concessions from them. I guess so. And they have to make it worth. Yeah, like if you're bringing, because you're that's them losing money right. by you bringing your own food. So I guess that makes so sense. So two fifty is a minimum just to kind of recoup whatever they, okay. they're not going to make. All right, I'll, I'll buy that. Still, but what if, but what if it's like six people? Hey, just say, how bad you want? Bring, how, how bad you want? A, I'm gonna bring a sack of ten or something, you know? And they're gonna charge me two hundred and fifty dollars to. Well, in that how case, bad do you want that local pizza you like? Yeah, exactly right. Yeah, in which case, then you just buy one of their pretzels and their hot, their little pizzas or whatever they have for then, like twenty dollars. They contaminate them. Oh, well, I'm, I'm sure they cook the stuff fine. I'm just like any other restaurant. I'm sure they take precautions, but yeah, yeah. I hear you. I think it's a lot. But. Yeah, and but you, can, it, it, you but, can get a microphone for a hundred dollars. So you can welcome all your. Guests. Yeah, I'm not doing that. Let's <laughs> play the recording. Do a pre-recording. Yeah. <laughs> just or just create a phone. video of yourself and play that before yeah, the movie right? comes on. That's cool. <laughs> Which, by fun. the way, you, you can do that still. I think you can rent out auditoriums and like have them play whatever you want. I've done it before for a photo shoot. Someone did a uh, that's cool. Someone did a, a proposal. They mm-hmm. they recorded a movie of themselves and they played it as a trailer. And I edited it for them too. Nice. And I was there hiding, taking pictures of the proposal when it happened. It was pretty cool. So was it like empty though? Yeah, it was empty. It was okay. at, it was at um uh, Roosevelt Place. Okay. On the one, uh, yeah. the one in Soft Loop, it was there. And it was an early movie. It was like a noon movie. It was a real movie, by the way. But before the movie ran, they played the trailer that we made. Okay. And then I was there. And then the guy came in to do the proposal. And it was it was pretty cool. Oh, that's cool. Oh, that's nice. I forgot what they charged for it. I, I don't, it was fairly affordable, but it wasn't like super cheap or anything. But yeah, they do stuff like that. It's pretty cool. So, I mean, what do you think this is this leading to the end of movie theaters as we know it? Not not, not completely. I don't know if it's no. the end. Maybe a re, uh, maybe it's going to be a restructure or some kind of different ex, 
experience. Yeah. Maybe they're going to revisit how they do things. Maybe they're just going to have less of them. Because right. I think we have like, I mean, with thousands of thousands of, the, literally across the country, a, a, you know, a mixture of AMC and other companies, but maybe we don't need as many as we have. I don't know. Because that obviously is a big expense for them is having locations in general. Brick and mortar is expensive. Rent, all that stuff, big buildings. I mean, these buildings have to be pretty big to house multiple 10, 20 screens mm-hmm. in a big multiplex. Like, that's a lot of money. So, I don't know. We'll see. I mean, because, well, I mean, you know, Disney Plus is restructuring their whole organization yeah, to right. focus on streaming. And Apple is extending their free streaming for Apple TV. You know, yeah. you had it from last year or so. Yeah, I got an email I mean, saying I have it till February now. But right. wasn't the theater already going, not a decline, but they were already kind of, that's why they moved a to little this bit. whole comfort yeah. um, experience. That's so, why they started, because before, yeah. going to the movies was like being in like a, a elementary school auditorium. You had like not comfortable seats. It wasn't stadium seating. Them. They didn't always clean them. You had If you had a tall person in front of you, oh well. Oh well. Your like, feet get stuck to the floor yeah. because it's sticky. <laughs> As you're walking through. <laughs> and then they're like, wait a minute, people are having a better experience at home sometimes. So how do we make it more comfortable? Okay, now we have reclining seats. Oh, now we serve food. Oh, now we serve alcohol. You have all of these things that you we have the great sound system and all this other stuff. So, yeah, I agree. I think that's why they did all that in the first place. Um, and but this doesn't help. No, it definitely doesn't. Because, so, I mean, you know. yeah, they just have to, like you guys said, they have to reinvent. Yeah, we'll the see what they, they do. do I'll be, I'm, I'm curious to see what kind of ideas they come up with. Uh, I personally am a big fan of the movie theater experience. So, for me, I would want to go back, but that's not for everyone. Everyone is, doesn't really care. Maybe we just get all Dolby Vision theaters. Yeah, maybe. Maybe it's just you have to up the quality of like, this is still better. Even if you have the best setup at home, this is still better. This is why you want to see it here. And for the most part, you're right. You know, so we'll see what happens. And will they will they now will there be less movies being put out? Just not just any movie gets out there now. I mean, right. Will will only be movies that they know they can attract people versus just throwing a movie that. Right. You know, it's not going to. That's kind of the way. Disney's restructuring is kind of making it seem like is they're just going to focus all their titles and streaming, know, but then like stream. the big, uh-huh. big but motion like, features, like your Marvels, stuff like Star Wars, big, yeah, okay, still come it. out in the theaters. Like your main Star Wars movie. I mean, you're still going to have like your yeah, your mm-hmm. side story, yeah, yeah like your Mandalorian here, but then like, streaming. But your main that your makes main sense. Storyline movies will be Marvel will probably do the same thing. I mean, I'm, I'm thinking yeah. Marvel will have their own yeah, side th- stories. I think Disney as a whole would probably do that. Yeah, yeah, which would be cool because I mean, oh yeah. You know what I think would be was a great idea? I think it'd be a little bit of a stretch. I think that if you sold a package to see a specific series in the movie theater, like a TV series. So like, say, for example, it was, say we were still in the Game of Thrones times, right? If they said, hey, we're, you can pay whatever amount, X amount of dollars to see the an entire season every week as it comes out in the theater, would you do that? For me, I would, because I would love to see that. Go to the theater That every epic. Week on a big screen you know what i mean like and then it's part of your price so you go you scan your barcode and exactly takes it off of your account so it's no like a, it's like a one-time payment for a whole season and now you okay. can go in and watch it like oh this is season is episode one of this season episode two I'm, it's already been paid for and i just go every week to watch and it scan your phone and exactly you have like a pass for that one that you can just go watch it whenever you want sweet that's a good that, 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 yeah. that's an option i yeah, think that'd yeah, be cool I, yeah. I, you know again it's it, again, the question is: Would you are you okay with just watching something at home, or would you rather see something more epic on a bigger screen? Right. I talked about my experience last year when I, I got to see the first three episodes of The Mandalorian mm-hmm. all together in a movie theater, and that was incredible because it was like a movie. It was like watching right. another Star Wars movie. So, depending on the show, I think that'd be worth it for some people. No, I agree. 
Yeah, I, I just think the logistics of it though, because say you miss that week's episode, then right, right. But then you, how do we watch it? Do well, that's watch probably some... what they're banking on too, right? It's like a gym membership. It's like you pay for it, whether yeah. you use it or not. That's on you if you don't if you don't show up. Or if is it yeah. is it a weekly thing, or it, like you said, it culminates to the three episodes is one three episode. Movie. I think it would. De- I think it would line up with whatever the show. If the show releases weekly, then they would have it weekly. Okay. You know what I mean? And yeah. I don't. And the, and for the movie theaters, that's kind of genius too, because that's the, a customer coming back weekly, mm-hmm. which means you're cashing in on the concession and all that other stuff. So I don't know if anyone's listening from the movie theater industry. Think about it. I think it's a good idea. Give me a cut. Stuck up on those milk duds. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. I will take a ten percent cut for the idea. Ten <laughs> percent. You gotta do the thirty, man. Nah, I'll be nice. The thirties later. I haven't earned the right to charge thirty percent. Okay. Yeah, okay. You're right. You gotta be a right good I'm, business. I'm man. I'm early right now. I'm, okay. I'm an early adopter and that, that's fine. Okay. Okay, so <laughs> but speaking of trying to revitalize businesses, uh, it looks like Microsoft is doing something weird. So Microsoft is giving a cut of all digital game purchased on Xbox series consoles that they directly that GameStop directly sells. So if I buy a console, if I buy a Series X or a Series S from GameStop, if I buy games in the future from Microsoft directly, like digitally, for example, micro, uh, Xbox, uh, GameStop will still get a cut of that. It's like a residual. Yeah. I mean, you, 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 you bought the console here, so any right. game you buy anywhere else, we get, we get, we get a residual. Exactly a right, yeah. So as long as you buy the console from GameStop, Microsoft is going to give GameStop a cut of everything you buy, every game that you buy. No matter where. And DLC, yeah. Wow, isn't that weird? Yeah, wow. I, I, yeah. I had saw an article about, it and I always and I the way I read the article was Microsoft gets or GameStop's going to get a cut of every Microsoft game you buy. So it was article yeah. was misleading, but then you explained a little more before we started wow. recording. But yeah, it's just it's 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 as, as, as long as it's on that. So I'm assuming that console, the ID of that console, serial number, however they're going to track it, whatever comes from a GameStop, that's how they track it, and they just give a little kickback. To Is GameStop. that in perpetuity, or how how long is that? There's not a lot of details. It, it, it says that it was a multi-year thing. We don't know the percentage. Um, we don't know if oh, it's okay. just games and DLC, or is it also like di- other digital content, like movies? If I run a movie or buy a movie, does GameStop still get a cut of that? I don't know. And mm-hmm. does every does every software developer have to play? So if you you know like the EA Sports, do they? I don't think it matters because it's Microsoft giving them the cut. So I think. Um, oh, okay. I see. What so you're I saying. think they're giving them a cut, maybe so of just their like, profits. It's not just Microsoft titles. It's any right. Title. Yeah, it's any title. Any title you buy from, like, that you buy digitally. Oh, okay. They'll get it. So, but the details are really not there, and I think it's probably because they're like, you know, people are like, why are you doing this in the first place? Like, are you just trying to be nice, or what's the what's yeah. the deal here? Um, but I also heard that some of the trade off is that GameStop uses Surface products in the store, like exclusively. So I think it's also like a marketing thing. Okay. Where like all the employees use like Surface tablets and laptops and stuff like that yeah. for like their their systems, and so that could be another play of it, some kind of marketing out of it. So I take it GameStop is probably going to be the, the place where they're going to have the majority of the consoles, right? I mean, because if you think about Maybe. it, I mean, they're going to have to, they're going to want to be the one that they're going to have to have a big stock of consoles, right? Yeah. They want people to come buy it from them because they get that residual cut. I exactly mean. right. And so now I'm assuming that means that GameStop is going to push Xbox over anything else oh yeah why wouldn't they right exactly <laughs> so, so how are playstation sales going to look at gamestop because <laughs> they're not gonna well I, I don't think i don't think playstation needs help selling their console in the first place but, no, but you know it's what i not mean gonna help it's you're right they don't need help but at this point yeah i mean if i'm a, if i'm if, I, if i'm a gamestop owner yeah because they're franchised right and i'm sure they're gonna pass that gamestop is probably gonna pass that to their employees because they're gonna get yeah. you know you're gonna want to push the employees to sell consoles i don't know 
Yeah, I know. I, I, I agree. Re- I agree. I think you're I, right. I think we should continue tracking the story and maybe provide, if, they, if they release more updates, details. Yeah, you know, because it's, it's really interesting. There's a lot of implications there. Like wh- number one, why? Number two, how much? And what's what, what's in it for you, Microsoft, for giving them the money in the first place, giving them a cut just because they're selling it? Your console is going to sell regardless. I mean, but this this can open up. Who's going to stop Sony from not wanting to do that now? I mean, yeah, just but, to keep that yeah. to keep the momentum going because they're going to lose momentum. I don't know. Yeah, yeah this, but who would Sony do it with though? Uh, Best Buy maybe. Well, with GameStop, yeah. I mean, they can offer the same thing because then now because then to your point, I mean, I want to just sell Xbox and forget PlayStation. I mean, right. I'll only sell it if the customer asks for it. But then if they come in, why wouldn't I then try to convince them to not buy PlayStation? Yeah, because that's money down the road still. Aside from you selling the hardware, you're still going to get that cut of everything they buy in the future. So exactly. Yeah. So I'm going to push them to. How, of course you would. So you're going to pull how away. That, how would that work though? Like in in the mobile arena, like if like an AT and T, how would they if they got Nokia phones and Samsung phone? Like how does that does, do they get a cut know. of that too? And do they sure. like try to push? Yeah, I mean they don't get a cut of anything. They just they they might sell them hardware for less money. So, but how does how do they determine? Like how does the AT and T store determine? Like okay, well, I'm gonna we're gonna push. This this week, do oh, get like uh, it depends on whatever the commission structure is okay. like. I mean, people people sell whatever they're being paid to sell. Yeah, so I wonder if the yeah. employees at GameStop will get a commission. More than maybe, yeah, maybe if there's a, a big enough incentive, then that, yeah, you can see GameStop as a company saying this is the this is what we're doing now. So push this, and you get a spiff for every right. everything you sell. And that's why I was saying they're, they're going to push it onto the employees to Absolutely. sell this yeah. product. To give them a benefit to sell it. So then as an employee or as a, as a salesperson at GameStop, I'm going to say, okay, well, yeah. you come in for a PlayStation. Let me tell you why you want an Xbox. Exactly right. Because and try to switch them. I'm going to get some money from it. Yeah, exactly right. So that's why Sony's going to have to react to it. Not necessarily go with another. Yeah, if Sony goes to Best Buy, that's going to be huge. That's way, yeah. It's, yeah, I mean, but I don't know. Game if, over if they did that. If yeah. they pulled some kind of deal where they're like, okay. But that's a lot of money <laughs> they're going to be paying out to Best yeah, Buy. Yeah, it'd be too, a lot, yeah. I mean, I'm sure they already, I'm sure, I don't know if they already pay per per, per, per unit now, but. I can see them going to GameStop and want something similar. Yeah. Maybe. I don't know. Uh, it, it's interesting because, like, like I said, there's a lot of ripple effects that you can get from this where now GameStop employees are only going to be pushing Microsoft products because they're incentivized to do so. Um, if, micro, if Sony says, well, now we have to do the same thing with another retailer, probably can't swing. I don't know if you can swing Best Buy because that's a major, I mean, but I mean, and maybe they come, do. Maybe they. What if they get like Walmart, like like something yeah. huge, and like all oh, they're selling is PlayStation. Or like, they go into. I mean, what's going to stop them from not doing exclusives now? It's yeah, GameStop exclusive game only. I mean, does GameStop have an online dis- uh, game distribution? Like a they got a website. Yeah. No, but do they have like digital downloads from their website? Oh, I don't know. I think you can probably get digital codes. I think I'm pretty okay. sure you can. Yeah. Yeah. I, I will, I'm interested to see what, what Sony Same. does. I'm very interested. It, in the, it's gonna, they're not going to stay quiet. Yeah. Some, something has to happen here. I mean, And unfortunately, we just don't have a lot of details, but it's just a really interesting thing. Like, again, I want to know what's in it for... Obviously, I know what's in it for GameStop. And I don't like, think Nintendo will get into this. They, they, they never get into that kind no. of thing. They, they're Nintendo. like... <laughs> they do what they want. It's like Apple. Apple Nintendo, does what they want to yeah, do. I was just going to say, Nintendo is the Apple of the gaming industry. Yeah. They're just... Like, you're going to come here no matter what. We already have our built-in customer base that's never going to leave. Right. You don't have that back. And, you, you have Xbox and PS going at it. Exactly. Mike, Nintendo's like... Yeah. Just like the, the the last video. Did you guys... Did you see the sketch of yeah. the, um, the, you know, the the, the PlayStation, PlayStation 5 girl and all that? Yeah, yeah. They have, they have a new one with uh, where there's a third a third girl and she's she plays the Switch. Oh, really? And the Xbox uh, Series X and the PlayStation 5 are, like, making fun of her. And she's like all nice, and yeah. she's like, "Oh, we don't need to compete." And 
And then she made a point how like, well, even if they have one of you, they're always going to have one of me. Exactly. I was going to say that. It's yeah. like, you always say, should I get an Xbox or should I get a PlayStation? But I'm, but I'm going to get a Switch. Right. Or I'm going to get some kind of Nintendo device, whatever it is. I'll get an Xbox and a Switch or a PlayStation and a Switch. Exactly. But I'm not right. going to get an Xbox and a PlayStation. Most people don't. I mean, yeah, I people right. do, but it's like, you get one or the other and you a really, Switch. Yeah, most people don't. Even myself, I'm, I'm going to do one or the other. I'm not going to do both. And, you know, it's but then like, you throw a Switch at it. it but I'm still going to have a Switch. <laughs> so... <laughs> Uh, so I thought that was a really good point. And yeah, Microsoft, I mean, uh, Nintendo doesn't do that stuff. They don't need to. No. So, but more to come on that. I think it's a really interesting story that's going to develop more and more. Um, but yeah, speaking of Apple, we have, we had an event this week. Uh, they finally released or announced the phone as well as the HomePod mini. That was pretty much the whole event. Yeah. Right. What did you guys think overall? We'll get into the details here in a second. I mean, is there any surprises for these apple events now no. everything that they announced was pretty much just the, the biggest surprise ago. the biggest surprise is, is is the the event itself and like how they're gonna do yeah. it like production yeah. wise. That's what <laughs> like that's the to, biggest right? that's like oh this is gonna be and it was great it, i it do looked, like it looked it. good yeah i do really like good. the event now better because it's like especially with the home pod how they were it's it's one thing when you talk about it on stage but now they actually had it yeah they had a whole house set that yeah they created, i like it right it was cool because they showed that it was a set it wasn't a real house but it just looked really really nice the way they did that yep that but cool. um, yeah, so uh, first thing they had dropped or the first thing they let off with was the HomePod mini. So we did talk about it last mm -hmm. week that that was going to be one of the things. Um, looks really small. This is actually the first time I've seen a picture I'm showing oh, you guys. Oh, side by side? Side by side with yeah. the full size HomePod. That is significantly smaller. <laughs> because if yeah. you look, I mean, my, my HomePod's sitting over there. It's not a big speaker to begin with. Look at how much smaller this thing is. It looks, like a, little, it looks yeah. like a little votive candle. It like looks a little like a little candle, ball. Or like a little candle holder. Yeah. A little it does. fancy it's, it's, candle yeah. holders, yeah. So it looks like it's going to be a pretty tiny device, $99. Um, they're talking about how, well, they talked about in the event, how it's still going to have really big sound, the way the speakers are designed and things like that. Obviously, I haven't heard it, but so we'll see. But what did you guys think of it overall? I like it. I think um, I was in the market for some speakers for my office. So I'll probably get a couple of these rather than just yeah. getting the one, the regular HomePod. Right, because you can pair them up as a speaker and as a stereo pair. Yeah, but you can pair it with the main home pod right I as a stereo pair yeah i don't know i mean i don't i, don't, I think i read that you can't cannot you I cannot I right now the sound you cannot is different anyway. yeah i think the the sound the sound quality would be uneven and they probably right. wouldn't want you to do that yeah, so that would make experience sense experience would not be the same yeah i, I guess that makes sense but that, they, that makes but sense. it still interacts as far as yeah i think they still interact but there's no stereo pairing yeah, between that's the fine. Two i'm okay with like that, that. I'm yeah, okay but you were saying so you have Sonos and all, and, and all your right. how, your smart speakers. So you were saying how you were going to convert. Oh, yeah. So yeah. What, do you, what do you? Obviously, yeah, you you like it. When I the one thing that shocked me was the price. I'm like, I didn't. I thought it would have been at least one fifty. I mean, the price alone just shocked yeah. me. I'm like, wow, it's like ninety nine dollars. Yeah. I can see people buying multiple ones. I hope I can score some on that I think, day. I think that's the goal. It's like, oh, let's make this cheap enough where people want to get three to four of them to put in their entire house and then completely you know I mean? push Alexa yeah. out. Yeah. Because that's probably worth it a lot right there too, right? Get rid of that. <laughs> Get rid of people that still have all their, you know, Google. I have everything. I have one HomePod. I have like two, three Google mm -hmm. Home speakers. And I have a, a Sonos, which also has Alexa built in. So I technically have all three. Mm -hmm. I only use Google and Siri though. I don't use Alexa. Okay. But, but options yeah. there. But yeah, I'm definitely going to get, you know, quite a few for the home. And yeah. Um, yeah I. How many smart speakers do you have right now set up? You have like a whole like a you have I'm assuming you have like a, a, a multi-room audio setup kind of thing. Right now I have four. Okay, I have one in the restroom too. Kind oh of yeah, like built in the wall. Oh, you have it in like the wall. A, that's it's nice. A flat a flat speaker in the yeah. wall. Yeah, and that's the but it's run, it runs off Sonos. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Because then I have it. I have the main box downstairs. Very so, very cool. So I when I 
rebuilt the washroom, I put a speaker in the wall. So yeah. it's flush with the wall. That's nice. That's a, that's a um, much cleaner look. Yeah. And then the wires from behind the wall down basement. I think I have, two, I have four. I have four speakers that are designed for music. And then I have two other speakers that are just designed for digital assistance. Okay. So I, and everything is airplay. So I have everything like even like in my bedroom, I have the Google home max, which is like the really big Google home speaker. I, I wanted at work. It's the only reason I have it. Um, but I have that connected to a airport express, which allows me to airplay to that device, even though it's not an Apple device. Mm. And same thing in my office. In my office, I have a pair of old Bose uh, computer speakers that I plugged into an airport express. That way I can airplay to that. And then in the bathroom, I have a Sonos, a Sonos One, which also can airplay. And then here in the living room, I have the actual HomePod. So I got pretty much in every room. See, the Sonos, the Sonos system I got, that was before they were making them like like the Sonos One. So I had just the actual boxes yep. that you had to connect your speakers to oh i got your you. own speakers. it was just like the, it's like a receiver exactly yeah which is that's cool the too system though. I had. that's awesome though that was talking about years ago when it yeah, came out yeah um the one way, thing it was way ahead of its time if you oh ask yeah me. absolutely when that first came out i was like oh you can have music in every room mm-hmm. this is crazy it was and like then it really came, cool it came with its own little controller little, its own little handheld yeah. like device where you can then you can pick the rooms you can merge them well, you know uh, i mean it's been out for a while so people know yeah but yeah man it, back then that was like Whoa, this is mind blowing that you can just have music in every room in your house. And I mean, you played a premium because Sonos it in, oh, expensive. It still is. Oh, it still is, yeah, for you sure. You can put it in zones. I mean, I, yeah, it's it's pricey. But yeah, go ahead. What were you saying? No, I was saying that. I'm just surprised. Well, maybe I was, but I wasn't. I thought there'd be more color options, but I guess for now they're probably starting off with just, yeah, just the, the black space and white. gray and yeah. the space gray and the white. Right. I'm gonna do one. I'm gonna do one in color. my in my bedroom just because I don't have it's it, like I talked about it last week. Sometimes I try to do a home command with Siri. And the HomePod is just too far away to hear me. Sometimes my phone picks it up and it doesn't. So I think it's nice just to have one there, mainly for uh, home automation, not necessarily for music listening. Because the speaker I have in there is already a really good one. It sounds amazing. So I don't need better sound. I think it's more of just having Siri. I almost wanted to see a hologram come up because the way it's designed. <laughs> yeah, right? Something comes out from the top and just... Yeah, it's going to be like Princess like, Leia is going to just pop like up a in video there. hologram or something. Help us, General Kenobi. You're our <laughs> only hope. <laughs> So are you going to use the uh, the intercom feature with the girls in the house? Oh, yeah, that's actually that'd be cool. cool. That's cool. I like that. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. Definitely. So, I just hope we can, I mean, you think it'll be one of the things that sell out on on, on, the, on launch day or? I don't know. I think, think they're going to make enough. It's Yeah, I think they'll make enough. And I think uh, smart speakers in general are still a niche thing that not everyone like really goes after. But because it's Apple doing it and it's a more competitive price, maybe. Because the HomePod didn't fly off the shelves because it was $350 when it first launched. It's expensive. It's definitely good. I mean, it's gone from Sonos being like a main Christmas present to a, a stocking stuffer now. Because yeah. I can see a lot of people buying these for the holidays. Absolutely. I gifts. think it's a good price. Um, you know, not a cheap gift, but it's not going to like hurt your wallet super crazy. Like right. It's, it, it's, it's, and it's a good price. Well, I, we don't know if it's good yet. I haven't heard it, but. I'm sure. The way the speakers look like they're designed inside of that little ball, it looks like it's going to give you some good sound. And based off of what the full size one sounds like, I'm, I don't doubt it because this thing sounds great for, for a pretty small size speaker. I'm sure they'll, they'll have some sales. Amazon will probably knock $10 off here and there yeah, for maybe. the holidays and stuff. So yeah. you might get a little bit cheaper. Uh, that pr- I mean, right. It's a good price. I think it's a pretty good price. I'll be up at midnight ordering mine. So <laughs> ordering um, Actually, I don't even think you have to do midnight. I think they go they live. They, 5 a.m. They 5 a.m. Pacific time. So, so, so 7 a.m. for us. Is the is when stuff goes on oh, sale? Okay, so you don't have to do like two a.m. stuff like we'd like in like the past. For the phone. They even said that it's like you don't have to get up early anymore. <laughs> um, but then after that, of course, they moved into the, the the iPhone. So the iPhone 12 and 12 Mini are the first ones that they announced. Um, 
the mini is really interesting because it's literally the same as the 12. There's nothing different aside from the size. So there's, you're not missing out on any features. It's the exact same phone, exact same build quality, same cameras, same everything. It's a smaller form factor. For a hundred bucks less and for with a, a much smaller, I mean, it's tiny. Like <laughs> even in the video. What's the equivalent to, I mean, as far as, as, far as for, for listeners who don't, are trying um, to visualize what it's 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 the the body of it is smaller than even an iphone 8 oh wow so it's it's pretty small so it's uh, it a larger than the relative SE. larger than the original se okay yeah but okay. smaller than the current se because the current se is just the iphone 8 um and even in the video when they were doing the presentation it was like a bigger dude holding it and he looked like he was just holding <laughs> like a tiny little device in his hand and then he popped it in his shirt pocket. And the way they introduced it, like the Mission Impossible. Yeah, with the little suitcases. Case. Yeah, I was like, okay, it's a little, it's a little cheesy, <laughs> but uh, I'll take it, it's fine. Let it slide, huh? Yeah. <laughs> um, but one of the biggest things here, of course, is the redesign, right? They're going back to the old hard edges like they had on yeah. like the iPhone 4, the yeah, iPhone 5. I like that style. Back Personally, then. I like it. They started doing this back with the iPad Pro in 2018. Mm -hmm. And when they did that, I immediately got excited because I'm like, I hope they do this to the phone now. And this was, of course, two years ago. So it took them a while to finally do it. But they, they did. Heard you. Yeah, I don't know if they heard me. but I think they did it more, though, because of the antennas for the 5Gs. From I, yeah, I think that it, the, they had to go back to that design. Just having to that hard, yeah, antennas. having that hard edge allows you to have the antennas in there. Yeah. So which leads me to my next point, which is the biggest thing. One of the biggest things they were leaning on was 5G. How many times did they say 5G? I, there's a video out there that they said it over 150 times. <laughs> so, I mean, so yeah, you got to push something. You got to push it, right? Yeah, so they're heavily leaning. I mean, we were even wondering if the phone would even have, like, early in the year, we're like, is, is, are they going to put 5G in it or are they going to wait till, like, the next year when yeah. 5G is all flushed out? But no, not only did, did they include it, but they leaned on it real hard. And it's on They made it phone. clear. Yeah, every single model is 5G, which is impressive enough from the price point so again 12 mini starting at 699 that is a ridiculously cheap price considering it's not a cheap it's not cheap by any means but it's cheap considering that it's a flagship device in terms of what it, the processor and all that and the camera and that it's a 5g phone because 5g phones typically cost more because the antennas and radios cost more to make right yep. so pretty crazy yeah so which one are you going for uh, i'm gonna do the pro max um only because that's the device that has the best camera. It's actually different hardware. So if you look at the, so the next devices were the pros, right? So the pro and the pro max, they have the same camera system, but the pro max has a bigger sensor where the sensor itself also shifts around to keep the image stable. Mm -hmm. So it actually has different hardware than the regular pro. Cause like I said, I personally would rather have gone with a smaller device. It's easier to carry around, but I don't want to give up those, those features. So yeah, that's the one I'm going to switch, that, which doesn't come out yet. So the pre-orders that just went live this past Friday were for the 12 and the 12 uh, Pro. Cool. And then next month in November, the Pro Max and the Mini go on pre-order. Yeah, and I, I think according to the way that the sales were done, I think the Pro was shipped, the shipping dates were extended out to November. Sounds about right, yeah. Yeah, so it'll be interesting to see what the Mini shipping dates, how they how they react when sales right, go yeah. live and the, what the popular because i think they were saying that the mini and the 12 are they're going to be the bigger sellers out of the bunch yeah i can see that because uh, again when it comes to the price yeah. that's what people people typically buy with with price they don't necessarily care about features like it's more the majority mm -hmm. i mean obviously there's you have your tech people that do but most people are going to say well that's the new iphone 
and it's the cheapest one. Give me that one. Yeah. That's it. And it's interesting though because they have how many? Did uh, they're keeping the the eleven? They're keeping the eleven and the ten R and yeah. the current SE and, and the current SE. So, so that's, you, a, that's a big lineup. So they have a range from three ninety nine all the way up to what the Pro costs. Yeah. So they have a pretty much have a price point for almost every budget minus that super budget range of like you know sub two hundred dollar phones and things like that. Yeah, that's, I mean it's. But, yeah. I mean the times have changed because remember it was just. A, the plus or the regular and yep and even that was wasn't always before it was like here's here's your new phone it's one yeah. size the only thing that's different is the color and the storage configuration there's nothing nothing else so i mean yeah apple's been stepping it up yep. i guess right yeah one thing that they are kind of copying from samsung samsung has like so many different phones at literally every single price mm-hmm. like you can jump you can start at like 250 dollars and go up 50 bucks and there'll be another samsung phone at that price it's just they have they have everything covered. So, which to me is a good strategy. That way, you don't miss any market share on any on any one you know demographic of a uh, phone consumer. So, uh, what about you, Danny? Are you get a new phone? Are you upgrading? Are you keeping what you got? Um, I'm debating, but if I do, it's going to be the Pro Max. Yeah, yeah. Mainly because of the camera. Or why? Why do you think? Um, I used to have the bigger phone, and then I, then I, when I went to the ten, I went to the smaller phone. Yeah. But now the tw- even the Pro Max is a bigger screen. It's not. Because the way it's designed, it the physical body is yeah, not that, not much, that bigger, much bigger, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. So I do want to go back to the bigger screen. Yeah, um, I kind of regret not doing it when I went to the ten, but um, I guess it's I'm on the ten on the ten right now. Which yeah, is time for an upgrade. Sure, yeah, because that was the ten came out. What was that? Is that two years? Okay, yeah. So yeah. yeah, so it's already about that time. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So I mean, like I said, I'm doing the Pro Max myself mainly just because of the camera features. I don't necessarily care for the bigger screen. I prefer something smaller. But uh, yeah, man, it, I, I don't think the camera features can be ignored in terms of how much better they are from the other devices. Well, f- and also for the video, for the videography. Oh man, the video it. stuff. Yeah, is, that's the part that I want. The Dolby video now. Yeah. Too? So yeah. now you. So there's claim in it. This is not a claim. This is true. It's the the only camera in the world that can actually record in Dolby Vision and output it in Dolby Vision all at the same time. Whereas any other Dolby Vision content. That's that's done and in post, yeah. like no camera shoots in quote unquote Dolby, Dolby Vision. Vision. That's a HDR standard that's done in post production. It's color graded and the lighting is changed to make it Dolby Vision. That's what that is. Whereas this does it out of the box. So we'll see how good it looks. It's crazy. Yeah, it's kind of wild. Looking forward to it. <laughs> yep. Yeah. What so. do you think about uh, MagSafe coming back? I thought it was pretty interesting. Uh, we were talking about it last week when we you mentioned how it's going to be for accessories, which you were right. And we were both like, well, that sounds kind of silly. Like, why would anyone need that? But the way they showed it, it makes sense. I mean, it's it's literally the way it was for laptops. It's just a, a piece of a little magnet that you can just slap on your phone to charge. And it does make it a little bit easier. Yeah. And uh, we'll, I'm more excited for the third party yeah. uh, accessory market because they'll, they'll be more creative with it. Because like all they really had was cases and like the little wallet. Right. But third party people, they're going to make all kinds of stuff. Oh, yeah. So we'll see what else comes with these using these magnets as some kind of holder for whatever. Yeah. I mean, I, I see a lot of, like you said, third party accessories, especially like for content creators. Oh, yeah. Snap, just slap it on. Snap it on. You don't have to have gimbal. a gimbal. Yep. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, do you think this this is leading to the end of the charging port on the phone? Could be. So people have said that for a while that they're just going to get rid of the port altogether. I think we're still probably a couple of generations away from Maybe. that. Maybe I don't think we would see it like next year. No, but because you know the, the USB C was supposed to replace Lightning. That's not going to happen. No, no. I think they would they would get rid of the port altogether before they put a USB C on right. it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> just like we're just you but don't have a port now. Would you? But what about data transferring? Well, I guess. Yeah, I guess it would be all. 
direct yeah. Wi-Fi type of things or, you know, I don't know. I'm sure they'll. Or they come up with another uh, second gen of MagSafe where it does it through that. Yeah. I mean, I don't know how you would because yeah. there's no data train. But yeah, I mean, I, who knows? I, that's why, to your point, it wouldn't happen anytime soon. But I can see that being a, a completely portless device. No no holes in it whatsoever. Yep. One solid so, piece. Yeah. yeah. And I saw some people were confused with the MagSafe charger. Like, is it still going to do chi? Yeah, it's charging. Still chi. Yeah. Does, does chi charging. Right. So. so all it is is a wireless charging puck that magnetically snaps onto the phone, which is good because if you've ever used wireless charging, you do have to find the exact spot. Mm -hmm. um, so if you have magnets to guide it, it just pops it's just on. always going to pop on. It's like on your watch. Way. Exactly right. Yeah. So at I think night, it's cool. At night when you're trying to charge your phone. Yeah. <laughs> just get close enough, it'll, it'll snap on. Exactly. So I, I, I thought it was, it was pretty cool. I mean, it's, again, as of right now, it's, I mean, aside from the little puck that they're going to sell to charge... But I mean, yeah, then no air power, I guess, because no, no. I mean, they did see show some little accessories, that little yeah. fold-up one, the little travel one that's yeah. for the phone and for the watch. So that might be their new, you know. But they didn't say air power once, so yeah. <laughs> they're staying away from yeah, that. Air power is uh, they're not. That's not coming. Yeah. Uh, any other standout features that you guys liked from the phone? Uh, no um, charging cable and your earpods in the box. Right. Well, box no charging now. brick. The cable still comes yeah, in. The yeah, the cable still comes in. Yeah, just no, no brick, brick, no earpods. Yeah. So this is what I found this interesting. So they were saying that the reason they're not, they're doing it is because of the environment. And so, which I agree with, I'm not saying it's not a, good, a valid point, but they're saying how everyone has the power bricks and everyone has headphones, which you're not wrong. I have tons of power bricks and I have tons of headphones laying around. I found two pairs of, of hair of headphones just the other day while I was looking for something else. But if they're assuming you already have power bricks laying around, but they're giving you the cable in the box is USB-C to lightning you have to get the block no one I'm, i guarantee that the bricks you have laying around are usb a to lightning you don't have a usb c brick laying around no unless so, you got the, unless you bought the 11 yeah so that part was a, not even the, the the pro specifically the pro has one yeah, yeah because even last year the 11 still came with the regular five yeah. watt charger so if you bought a pro last year then yes now you have one or if you have an ipad pro you have one as well because it came with it but it's just like People don't have those laying around. People have the old ones laying around, but the cable you're including is C, USB C to Lightning. So I feel like it's I don't I, I don't want to say they do it on purpose, but yeah, like now you have to kind of buy a new brick if you don't already have a USB C one laying around. No, don't get me wrong. If you have Lightning cables already, you're fine. But yeah. the fact that that's the one they're including was a little strange. And it's and it's weird too because yeah, I think I think in France they're still including the earpods in the box. Yeah, I think that might be like an EU thing that's like mandated or something. I forgot what, what uh, why, but yeah. yeah, in some parts of the world you're still getting some stuff. But they did show off the box too. The box is a lot slimmer. It's really small, so I'm sure that legitimately does save on freight because you can fit more on a pallet, mm -hmm. which means you can ship more in a single shipment versus not. So do you think like Samsung and the other manufacturers adopt that? Yeah. Because if they can save money by not including stuff and Apple did it first, they're going to follow 100%. They're like, Oh cool. We don't have to give you a charger anymore. Done. <laughs> I wonder if something's going to happen to your point about the USB-C. I wonder if something's going to happen where later on in time, they're going to say, okay, if you purchase a phone from us, send in whatever, you know, come to a store yeah. and we'll give you a charger, a USB-C charger. Right. Or, or on least, request or, or at least a heavy discount, you know, right. The, the bricks are like 20 or 30 bucks. I think they dropped a 10. Yeah, so well, it's, they, so it's they, 20 bucks then. Cause it used to be 30, I think for the, for the USB, for the C one. Yeah. USB C brick. Oh, I want to say, I saw that they dropped it to 10 or oh. they dropped it $10. Yeah. So I think it used to be 30. Now it's 20. Yeah. I think I'm not sure. 
Because what you don't want them, you know, what you don't want customers to do is go buy third party blocks. Right. Yeah. Right. Especially I the, mean, the cheapy ones will damage your phone. Very true. But there are some very good ones as too. Like Anchor makes some really nice ones. Yeah, but some most people are not gonna go buy the good ones. They're gonna yeah. go. They're gonna go buy the one that's sitting in the in the kiosk at Walgreens. <laughs> yeah. For five bucks. <laughs> cheap one. <laughs> like it's good. That phone buy that's gonna explode your phone. Buy the bananas and stuff. Exactly. And all the stale fruit and Walgreens. Uh, you're right. It's, check out. Yeah. It's like oh, look, a, five bucks. Yeah, it's in a little plastic <laughs> bin at checkout at Walgreens. Like I'll just take one of these. Don't do. Yeah, your phone's gonna blow up. <laughs> don't do that. That's what they're gonna do, and yeah, that's you, that. And you don't want you don't want people to do that with your phone because then they're yeah, gonna come right. in. You're so right. I'm surprised that fine. Don't put it in the box, but at least have it available if a customer wants one. They're entitled to one only for that phone. Once they once they yeah. once they redeem it, that's it. Like you get a voucher or something, right? Yeah. And it's tied to your serial number. That would that and would make sense. You actually. go online and you claim it, and they'll mail it to you. Or you go into or a go store. Or go into a store. You yeah. claim it, and they hand it to you, and that's it. You can't go back and claim it again. Yeah, I think that's a good idea if they did that. It would be, but I guess it would take a, enough people complaining about them not having a, a, ch- a charger for this in the first place. For so, that one, because yeah. it's be the other one. They could say, you know what, you know, everybody has a little block charger. Exactly. Uh, uh, yeah. But the USB C one, no, unless like you said, unless you have the tra- unless you have the Pro or you have last year's uh, eleven Pro. Exactly right. Yeah, because you don't just you, unless again. I mean, I don't think I don't think honestly I don't think it's going to be a problem for anyone. You, you're going you're going to figure it out. Right. But. Right. Uh yeah, I can see some people like, oh wait a minute, I don't have anything to plug this in with. Now is that is that USB C cable for all models or just the Pro? All of them. All of them are oh, coming. So with- someone whoever's gonna get the lowest, even the Mini is gonna. Yeah. I mean. But again, if they're again if they're already coming from an iPhone, then I guarantee they already have a, a charger laying around. But, but not the Pro, not the USB C one. I'm saying. No, but they they're still gonna have a Lightning cable at least, so they can still charge the phone. Oh. Yeah. yeah, you're right. Never They'll mind. so they okay. might still have gotcha, just the gotcha. old cable. I wasn't thinking about right. that. I was thinking about them wanting to use one. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, right, right. no, you're right because the the USB C is not in the phone. Mm-hmm. It's at the yeah. And to be honest, even if you're coming from fine. an Android phone, you probably have a USB C brick too because Android's been using USB C for like the past yeah, four ish yeah. years. Yeah. yeah, you're right. So I think it might. I it'll think be about it that way. yeah. I think it'll be a less of an issue, but it was still interesting that you're claiming that everyone has one of these, but you're giving a cable that not everyone can yeah, use right. technically. So, yeah. Well, I guess that's yeah. the benefit because some people who want the, the advantage of a USB-C, at least they don't have to yeah. go buy one. Like Very true. Like people that have like the MacBook. Yeah. They don't have to worry about going to buy a cable. They can just plug it directly into the MacBook Pro. Yeah. And I know it won't be an issue because even the, the, I, the iPads Pro, the, the iPads Pro, the <laughs> AirPods Pro, those came in the box with a USB-C to Lightning. So yeah, yeah okay. So it's a small percentage. Yeah. So I think we're fine then. What do, what do you think about the the little dig at Epic? Oh, with just <laughs> featuring Riot Games and all that, yeah. like the number one selling game on iOS. <laughs> I like how they were lead, they were leading up to it. it's the number one game in the world. I was like, are you talking about Fortnite? No, <laughs> suck it, Epic. I thought that was kind of funny. I'm that, sure that was that, like the only, but that was like the only little yeah. mention of gaming. Yeah, just T- like, T- Tim Sweeney, I'm sure was watching like, which is the CEO of Epic. He's just, Mm, that should be us up there. You <laughs> did it to yourself, been. buddy. Yeah, should have been. Shot yourself in the foot. Yep. <laughs> Jeez. Uh, but yeah, so uh, one of the things I'm excited about is the whole um, Apple Pro Raw for the photos. Mm-hmm. Um, so obviously I, I do photography. So when I'm doing, I'm shooting with my real camera, I shoot in Raw, which is a uh, uncompressed format for those who are unfamiliar with what Raw is. And it's essentially you get all of the information that, the camera captures without it being touched and then you could edit it later. So the iPhone's going to let you do that where it'll still use its computational photography stuff, but give it to you in a raw format where you can still edit it um, in a, in a more accurate way. It's pretty much what it is. Um, and that's cool because the computational photography that the phone does already 
is really, really good. The downside is that you get a compressed JPEG right. file, which you can't do that much with. So now you can get a raw file, which by the way is a huge file. Mm-hmm. So it takes up a lot more space, but it's worth but it. But it's worth it. Totally worth it. That's not out of the box though, right? It's, it is. Is, is it? I yeah. thought it was going to be a feature coming down the road. Oh, it's going to be in, I think it's going to be in iOS 14.2. Okay. So it's going to be in a software update okay. probably by the time that Pro Max comes out because that's already in beta right now. And okay. then so make sure people who use it know what they're doing because exactly. people complain, my photos look like crap. <laughs> <laughs> right. I ran out of space. Exactly right. So, um, but yeah, I think it's going to be pretty cool. Uh, I'm excited to, to mess around with that. And uh, yeah, I mean, the computational you- photography stuff is is pretty, pretty interesting. Like I was doing a, a shoot for, I was shooting a, a house. I was doing, someone was trying to do a, a real estate listing mm-hmm. and I was shooting the outside of the house and it was outside and it was sunny. So I shot an HDR image. And when you're shooting an HDR image on a real camera, like you have to do it manually. So you have to take multiple pictures at different exposures and then combine them later. And I was telling the person that I was shooting, I'm like, well, this is what I'm doing so it can look good. And I'm like, it's kind of crazy that your phone actually does this automatically mm-hmm. <laughs> where I have to do, I have to take like 10 pictures and then combine them at home later to get the final mm-hmm. image. And of course it looks better when you do it with a real camera, but it's amazing that your phone can just do that on the fly. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. And it's kind of, yeah, the, the features of the new cameras and stuff is yeah, for sure. A big jump, a leap forward, I think. Uh, so. What do you think about the screen four times? better oh the ceramic stuff the ceramic. yeah yeah the jury's out on that man i'm i'm as soon as zach from jerry rig everything i don't know if you've ever seen his youtube videos mm-hmm. he's a guy that does all the durability tests um i'm excited to see his video when he finally gets one of these um and he'll do a, a good test on how strong that really is i was hoping that when you get yours you drop it for us <laughs> i'm not doing that <laughs> definitely why not, not? that's for the for, we're gonna do it for the gram okay Come i mean if you, if you want to buy me the phone then sure <laughs> But it's interesting though about the screen though. He's <laughs> like, I'll drop it all day. Yeah, I'll drop it all. I'll drop it from the roof if you from want the roof. <laughs> it's interesting though about the screen because we, I don't think we talked about it in the previous episodes, but Apple did file a patent for a self repairing screen. Right, which is probably for their foldable maybe yeah. in the future. So, but they're not. So, this new ceramic screen isn't Corning's Gorilla Glass, is it? It's from Corning, it's but, from Corning. but I don't think they're calling it Gorilla, Gorilla Glass because that's Corning's own brand. Mm hmm. And Apple's, even though Apple, I think, has used Corning Glass in the past, they never say this is Gorilla Glass 5 or 4 or whatever it is because they, they do their own thing. Um, so it seems like it's something that they designed with Corning. And it's probably going to be something that Corning is going to use in the future, but maybe debuting on this phone first. Okay. So the way they kind of showed it in the video is the glass is infused with like ceramic crystals to just make the overall hardness a little bit more strong. So again, real mm-hmm. real world, don't, don't know. We'll see. It looked fancy on the thing, but of course it does because it's a presentation. Yeah. So. And what about 120 hertz? Are we going to miss that on these well, phones? Well, we never, I mean, yeah. I mean, obviously you never had it. So people that don't have, no iPhone has 120 hertz displays now except for iPads. The iPad Pro has it. Um, it's a weird thing. So it's perceived speed, right? If you, if you ever use a device that's got a fast, faster refresh rate, it feels like the device is faster. When it's really not, it's just you. It's just that you're seeing it quicker, yeah. Exactly right. And it does add to the experience. Like when I use my iPad Pro, it feels awesome because it, the screen is refreshing at 120 hertz and it's and it, it feels quick. Um, but when I go from my iPad Pro to my iPhone, I don't feel like, oh, this is terrible. Like it doesn't feel like that at is all. Is it because it's a smaller screen? Maybe because it's smaller. And maybe because iOS as an, as an operating system is pretty smooth already. Yeah. So it doesn't feel like it's going slow. Mm. And so I don't con- think it's an issue. And you're okay. conditioned to what your phone does already. Exactly. So, but would I rather have had it? Yeah. 
I think having a 120 display, even a 90 would be nice, but they didn't do it. But most people, don't even not know. only they don't probably don't even know what it is, but yeah. to that point, a lot of people also don't know what the hell Dolby Vision is. <laughs> and now they have a camera that can shoot video in it. Like, so yeah. it's kind of like both sides. Like, yeah, I get it. You, most people don't care about that, but I guarantee you people don't even know what HDR is as a ge- in general. So, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah. So yeah, so we'll, uh, we'll see when I you know get one in the hand. It's not going to be for a while because again, the Pro Max doesn't launch until mid November. Yeah, are we all doing the Pro Max? I am doing the Pro Max as well. I, I applied okay, for cool. my Apple Card. Sweet, Just waiting, ready for what, November six. November six pre order day for the 7 Pro Max. Seven a.m. I'll be online. <laughs> yep, yep. Nice. What are you doing storage wise? Two fifty six. Yeah, same. What about you? Two fifty six. Yeah, I think. Wait, well, this is I one, used everything. That I everything stores in the cloud for me. Yeah, um, iCloud. Um, another thing too that there, I don't think Apple got enough credit for is the price of the pros. The price of the pro stayed exactly the same as last year at 99 and 1099 for the pro and pro max. But you not only are you getting a phone that's 5g, but also double the, in the, the storage because those started at 64 last year. Now they start at 128. So I would say that's pretty, that's a pretty good value. I mean, again, it's, I wouldn't say value because it's still expensive as hell. But the fact that you're getting the phone at the exact same price as last year with double the storage and a 5G antenna inside, which that stuff obviously costs a lot more to do and you're getting it for the same price. So I think that's pretty cool. Yeah. So we're going to have a little funeral for my 7 Plus. Maybe. Have a Viking funeral. We're going to float it out and set it on fire. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sure it's got some trade value, no? I don't know. I didn't even look. 50 bucks maybe? Probably 50. (laughs) Probably cost me more to ship it to them. than. (laughs) No, I think they'll pay for the shipping. (laughs) Uh, but yeah, there's that. Um, let's move into our recommendations for the week. Do you guys see anything this week? Watch anything cool? I tried to watch the new show from Disney. Um, I think it's Disney. The Right Stuff. Oh, what is that? Is it like a documentary it, or is it? A- I don't know if it's a documentary, but the trailer looked really good. It's based off of the book from um, the, the original movie, The Right Stuff. Okay. About the uh, Mercury Seven. Yeah. Astronauts and stuff like that. I was I was gonna try to watch it last night, but I got caught up on some stuff. But that that's probably my recommendation. I'm gonna to try to watch it this week and yeah. give just a little brief on the next episode. What about you? Um, this week I, st- I started watch. I continue watching the Challenger, but that's because I'm still backed up on that. Oh and, yeah, yeah, the, and Ted Lasso. Mm-hmm. That's that's all. I I haven't watched anything new this. And week. Nothing new. Okay, yeah. No. Are you done with Ted Lasso? Or are you where are you at? Um, I'm I'm about a couple episodes to the end. Okay, good. Yeah, I can't episodes. recommend that show enough. It's awesome. Go watch it, please. It's so great. Funny. It's very good. It's very. Good. How about um, you. So I actually uh, signed up for a, another streaming service. <laughs> <Woo>. <laughs> not a new one. It's uh, I signed up for Shutter, which is the horror okay. the horror movie streaming service. It's not expensive. It's pretty yeah, I cheap. they had a spike in the well, yeah, cause obviously because obviously right now, yeah. But stuff. honestly, if if and, you like horror stuff, and there's a black cat running. Oh, running, oh yeah, that's, that's, that's my neighbor's cat. I think that's uh, Tabitha. Okay, yeah, the there's a black cat running oh, down the street that's from that show, right? Yeah, which is is that from is that Sabrina? Sabrina, yeah, yeah. So that's Tabitha out there. Yeah, Tabitha loves to fight with Britney's cat. <laughs> they go up really? to the window and they look at each other. <laughs> Getting ready for Halloween. Yeah, it's good times. Um, but yeah, I would imagine they have a surge because it's spooky time right now. Yeah. But uh, it's a really good service. They have tons of stuff, tons of movies and uh, also original content. They have original movies and shows. And um, it's pretty good. Like I, I, I was able to watch the original Texas Chainsaw from like 1974. Mm-hmm. Man, that movie is unsettling. You, you kind of forget <laughs> when you watch this stuff. Like that movie doesn't... It's not gory in any way. Like, I think even when they released in 74, the director wanted a PG-13 rating because they're like, there's nothing yeah. going, there's nothing, every, a lot of it is implied. It's just disturbing. Yeah, it's like implied violence. Like, well, some of it you see, like, 
Leatherface is like hitting people. And, but it's not like gory. He's not like cutting people's heads off or like severing arms and legs and like none of that. It's all very implied. But because the movie is so unsettling, they're like, no, 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 this is not PG-13. <laughs> it's disturbing. It is. And it's like, Jesus, man, I'm watching this thing. I'm like, oof. <laughs> <laughs> this movie's, and that movie's was in 74. 1974. <laughs> and um, I think it's just the, it's a, it's impressive that you can do that with just the way you shoot a movie, the yeah. way it sounds, the way it looks, the way the actors are, are, are directed to, I'm just like, this is incredible. I think showing, if they would have shown, like just you mentioned, getting, you know, yeah. people's limbs getting chopped off. If it's not done correctly as far yeah. as it uh. kind of kills the movie, it kind of makes it cheesy. It yeah, kinda, it does. It's like, oh, it takes you out of it. Like it feels more it's real. It's either disgusting or just like, mm -hmm. at least this way, you, you draw your own imagination as exactly. to what, what you're seeing. Because yeah. you can't see it, but you you can imagine. Yep. And that's what makes it more unsettling. And I think exactly. that's what, yeah, I think that's what made it more desirable back in that time was because yeah. people were like, what's going on? Like, yeah, and they made and, it cheap. They made that movie so cheap back yeah. in 74. It's, it's like Halloween. Movie. Halloween yeah. was just a reverse. It wasn't an inside out mask of William Shatner. Of William Shatner, yeah. <laughs> I wonder if he gets a cut of that. So I guess if you wanted a Star Trek <laughs> mask, you would just buy the Halloween mask and turn that inside out? Or? I don't know. Okay. <laughs> That's no, so gotta, funny, though. You got to actually buy one because I don't... Yeah. I don't know. So if you want to be William Shatner for Halloween, you buy the Halloween mask and turn that inside out. Right? So you're, you're William Shatner during the day and then you just flip it inside yeah. out at night and become Michael yeah. Myers. <laughs> it's really good. Yeah, but I mean, the horror genre back then was, yeah, that, it was something back then. It was, it was definitely a, a, a different level. I think it's exorcist. Um, yeah, I think yeah. it's just, I don't know. I just feel, and especially when you watch it now, because it was, it's, you can see the difference in like quality, for example, it looks really grainy. Mm -hmm. And that's like real natural grain, not something that's added like post-production. So it makes it feel like it's even more grungy than it actually is. Mm -hmm. And you're watching it through modern times. You're like, oh man, this is horrifying. So <laughs> <laughs> um, if you like horror stuff, um, I would say it's at least worth the seven day free trial for Shudder. Uh, yeah. it's, it's pretty good. They have a lot of stuff on. So I did see that and they have an original um, movie on there that they just released. Uh, what was it called? The some mortuary tales or something like that. Um, it was like an anthology where it was a movie with like three short stories. Mm -hmm. um, and so it was one of those. And that was pretty good too. I enjoyed that. That was nice. They had um, creep show on there. They have creep show two on there, okay. which I saw also, I think I watched it. The first thing I watched when I downloaded, it, I'm like, Oh, they have creep show two on here, which is a 1987 uh, anthology movie yeah. as well. It's like three short stories. And I watched that. It was on there. I'm That's like, great. That's a great one. That's really, really good. Thanks for the ride, lady. <laughs> really good stuff there. Uh, but yeah, and um, we started watching uh, Haunting of Bly Manor on Netflix. Uh, pretty good so far. It's not as scary as season one. Um, they're not, it's not the same because season one was Haunting of Hill House. And this one is Haunting of Bly Manor. They're not connected in any way. It's a completely different story. But it seems so far, I'm not done with it. I think we're like at episode five or six and there's nine. Um, it's more of a kind of a creepy drama there isn't tons of spooky stuff just yet but uh, it's pretty good so far like okay but uh yeah that's that's it for this week it's all i've seen I mean, which is a lot but yeah good amount of stuff all um right. yeah anything on the horizon no um i guess we're gonna extend our giveaway oh yeah yeah um we only had a couple people submit entries for the online giveaway right uh, i think we had a couple new reviews so we're gonna extend that another two weeks sweet uh, if you want to know the secret word, you will have to have listened to episode 20 and 21. Yes. Know, should, should we give it to them again? Or? Nah, they can go back and listen to it. Go back and listen? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> you got to make them work a little bit. Yeah. So episode <laughs> episode 20 and 21 has the secret code. Uh, we'll post a link to the online entry yes. for that. 
uh, and the other option to enter the contest is through Apple reviews or yes. Apple podcasts. Apple, but yeah, review on Apple podcast specifically. Yes. Yeah. So I made some changes to the online one because somebody mentioned that um, they didn't feel comfortable entering their actual birth date. Okay. So I just, I added the option to just say you're 18 or over. Oh, sweet. Okay. It's part of the rules. Makes you will have to be 18 or over. Got it. Okay. That, that's fine. Yeah. yeah. So I changed that. So maybe some more people will feel more comfortable. Entering. Like they don't want us knowing their age or what? Yeah, I guess maybe. Okay. Yeah. I mean, and I mean, we're going to sell your data regardless. I'm just, say that. I'm just kidding. On. I'm just kidding. We're not doing it. Yeah. So I, I just want, <laughs> I want to make sure that everybody knows. I just want to make sure everybody knows. I don't know anybody's email address until we choose the winner. Yeah. So I don't know email addresses or anything like that. So right. And go and, ahead and enter. Yeah. And also you're not important enough for us to stalk you. So relax. <laughs> <laughs> just don't stalk us yeah just don't stalk us we're also not important enough for yeah. you to stalk so don't even bother yeah, we, don't, we don't need stalkers uh but yeah cool okay so a couple more weeks on that um yeah that's it i don't have anything else coming up that i'm planning on like watching or reviewing or anything like that either but um i'm sure we'll have some more awesome stuff to talk about next week um i have a little home project that i'm doing uh here in the morning donut studio is that the keeping the squirrels out or oh yeah i have squirrels in my attic oh no yeah that's fun yeah well it's only one i think that yeah. one becomes two and then two becomes yeah. six and, and then now six become 12 yeah <laughs> that's like a squirrel night nightclub up there i'm gonna start here little ints, in the middle of the night I'm like, what the hell's going on up there like what are you charging to get in can i get a cut jeez um i'm gonna install some um led lights uh wrapping around my ceiling okay it's gonna go around here and into this corner over here, and they're going to be hidden inside oh, nice. of like a little track that has a diffuser built in. Okay. So that way it doesn't just look like LEDs and it'll look like just like light coming from the ceiling. Nice. So, okay. um, so I think everything comes on Tuesday. So I'm going to do that. So when we record on Saturday nights, it'd be nice and lit for us. Yeah. Yeah. It'll be, um, it'll be brighter at, or if I need it to be, or also it could just be a little bit more evenly lit in here um it, it thinks it'll look nice and it'll be leds that you can change the colors and stuff like that too cool okay yeah, well, pretty nice. cool make sure to post that when you get it all done yeah i'm excited because i think it's going to be it's probably going to be a ton of work and i'm probably going to hate myself while i'm doing it but <laughs> i think it once it's done it'll 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 be worth it, so it's always hard starting oh it's just yeah but everything comes on tuesday i'm going to get it done that's cool. my project for this week coming up so you guys will see that next cool uh, right. But yeah, that's it for us this week. Uh, thanks for tuning in as always. Um, let us know what you think about our new intro and outro. We would like to know if you have any feedback. Um, we'll probably change what Siri says. I mean, that, that's what you asked Siri to say. So I mean, yeah. they can't blame us. Yeah. We're not, that's not what we're calling you guys. That's what Siri <laughs> decided. Yeah, she, she has a mind of her own. Yeah. But we'll, we'll, we'll give her recommendations to say something new every month. Uh, I don't know if she'll take them, but we'll see. But, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but that's it for this week, guys. Thanks for tuning in and we'll catch you next week. Take care. Wow, I can't believe you stayed till the end. You must be really bored. Have a great day, Meatbag.